Hey guys, this is Cody Martin. You all know me as Frederick Marion Hambino. We have some interesting opportunities to bring to your attention. Our most valuable asset is your rating and opinion toward our show. So please consider leaving us a five star and review on your podcasting app. And we will personally give you our thanks on a future episode as we continue to create content. We also want to extend a hearty thank you for your support and your attention as you listen to us banter and talk about all of our comedic nonsense. Every five-star rating you guys leave for us is another major step towards Bugbear High reaching more folks who find enjoyment in our nonsense. So please consider sharing our content with your fellow nerds and normal friends if they're into that kind of thing. It comes a very long way. And again, we thank you so much for your support as we start our newest episode of Bugbear High. So, so you guys are out of the office. You guys have a day ahead of you and you know that the shenanigan games begin after class today out on the scrimmage yard. All right. Do you want to do anything? Do you want to do anything during the day or do you just want to go out and do the games? I'm going to go to fencing class. Nice. Ping, ping, pong. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, Mitch wants to try and find probably who would be the most, I guess, arcane adapt teacher. Okay. So, you know, somebody who is, you know, more along the lines of his witchy self. But if, you know, if we only have like, uh, you know, a school wizard to teach magic, then yeah, which, which professor teacher, of arcana. Yeah. Which yeah. teacher was it? Was it like an old lady? It was. She, yeah. So yeah. this is this is a deep poll. She was only present, I think, in the first or second episode. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't seen her since. But yeah, I think uh, it was the first one when it's, Nathan's uh, talking to her. Yeah. She's a she's a small gnome lady. Uh, named Vixie Gobstopper. Yes. Uh, she's a witch. So she's, you know, oh, this, this tiny hey. little lady dressed in kind of loose rags of sorts. Um, but yeah, little little Vixie Gobstopper. All right. So he, you know want, that she's, I mean, if there is no class for uh, that she's teaching coming up, then he just wants to go and talk to her. Yeah. Well, you'd show up in her class eventually. Um, so do you want to talk to her before or after class? Um, I suppose after. All right. So class finishes up. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Go get out in some trouble now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Mitch. Do you need something? Yeah. By I, the way, uh, I cannot for the life of me remember how she sounded, so I hope this is close. I think, it's, I think you pretty <laughs> much got it spot near. on, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. Very accurate. Go on. But... Um, I, I wanted to kind of go over with you. I mean, I know I'm very new to this whole uh, magic mm-hmm. element of life. Yep. Uh, so I, you know, I I don't really know how to really describe the power and abilities that I've kind of come across after being here. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping that there's something I can do either through some form of tutoring or... Um, you know, reading extra books to really kind of get ahead with this and hmm. get a better grasp of it, so I'm not just making a fool of myself all the time. <laughs> she cackles. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, humans are adorable. It's so clear how little you understand about your own magical capability. Well, in my defense, I've only had it for three weeks. Yes, I know. It's a delight. It's like explaining to somebody that the sky is blue. It's so elementary. It's delightful. Um, anyways. Uh, You're be- being insulted so hard right now. <laughs> I love it. So before she begins to roll a quick perception check. Oh, God. All right. I, all right. I practiced this earlier with Cody because if I look at my dice, apparently I roll terrible. But if I look away, I get a natty. 
13. Okay. Man, that's, that's plus. That's that's above 10. So you're good. For a 17 perception. Oh, 17 perception, not bad. Uh, you look around the room. You look over your shoulder for a second, and <laughs> you notice. You. <laughs> oh no. It's not gonna be good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading it. I just I'm, this whole show is just to amuse myself. <laughs> just so you know, we're all here. I tricked There's all no you into doing a podcast with me, <laughs> just so I can make myself giggle. <laughs> You notice uh, one of the the jars on the wall. Uh, there's all sorts of weird like uh, animal body parts, like floating around and jellies and liquids okay. of sorts. And you know, there's an ear and a bat of a you know wings a wing of a bat and eyeballs and all sorts of stuff. And one of them looks like a tiny little like frog baby of some sort. Like it looks like it it's like a tadpole, a- Danny. Okay, sure. It's not. <laughs> It's different than that, John. <laughs> Not the same. Yep. It is undergoing <laughs> metamorphosis. Welcome to zoology oh, class with yeah. Nathan Miller. Hey. Yeah, you look. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's an infant humanoid frog. Yeah. Well, no, like the body looks like almost humanoid, but kind of frog-like. Just the way its legs are sitting, they're kind of haunched, weird. Like it doesn't look like a tadpole. It looks like this is like. A, some cross between a, a like a frog it's and a, a human. I think that's a. Is that a gripply? Yeah, it's a gripply. It's called a gripply. Something in like that. Universe. Yeah, in well, Pathfinder, it's a gripply. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but you see some weird kind of humanoid almost form, and it kind of just like it rolls over inside of the jar, <laughs> and its eye, its eyes kind of crack open a little bit, and they squint out across at you. Oh no! And as she's kind of talking to herself, her voice kind of fades out for a second. You just look at this thing across the room, and inside the jar, its eyes open, and as it turns its body and its head, kind of look at you. Uh, just rotates around on the glass. You can't help but feel like there's something familiar about it. And that's all you notice right now. <laughs> what oh, the no. frick? What? What is going on? <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> what is going What's on? What's familiar about the frog? <laughs> you get so, you just kind of get disturbed by it for a second. And look, look away. You're uncomfortable to look at it. Is Missy the frog? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And anyways. I know exactly. The, John's got a prediction. Oh, here. damn it. Now I know where this is going. John's got a prediction. You share with me off air. And, it's uh, a knee slapper. He looks familiar. <laughs> so, anyways. Oh, the, my uh, God. She could kind of like snap back into the conversation for a second as the eerie music stops playing. I just imagine like that little like violin riser as you like slowly like locking eyes with this thing and you snap back out of it. And she's like, yes, you see, we were talking about books you can learn and things you can read to try and improve your magical ability. You're a warlock, a witch. That is what you are. You're not a wizard. You're not going to learn anything from a book. That's nonsense. You know, there's a reason why most witches live off in the woods by themselves, causing mischief. It's because that is where their power lies. It comes from within them. It's not a knowledge. It's a feeling. It's a compulsion. It's something that bubbles up within you and just simply bursts out. You can't stop it. The first time you were able to cast magic, how did it feel? It was pretty freaking cool. Yes, yes, but it's not the thought that you had. What was going through your mind? What was happening in your heart? Um, uh, well, in the moment, it was a lot of confusion and frustration. And... Then kind of just, you know, just a little bit rage. 
Rage! <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Yes, and here's the thing. To understand magic as a sorcerer, as a witch, as a warlock, it's not going to come from a book or a knowledge. To understand your magic is to understand yourself. Hmm. Embrace the chaos. Embrace ah. the compulsions. Let them lead you. The magic is already inside of you. You simply have to let it do what it wants. <laughs> that is where it comes from. Jeff <laughs> was doing some very creepy spirit fingers over there. I'm doing the, uh, Full the Bugs goal. Bunny directing yeah. the orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> yep. If you think you can control your powers, then you will never be a great warlock. Well, I, I I know I can't. So, is that a start? I think so. Good luck, Jaeger. Wish you all the best of absolute chaos. Well, thank you. Um, side question: hmm. Would you uh, recommend said chaos? Uh, you know, being tested in the Shenanigans games. <laughs> Couldn't imagine a more appropriate place to let them run wild. Why don't you take the dog for a walk? The dog, of course, being your inner chaos oh, and compulsion for mischief. <laughs> frog for a walk? Who said anything about a frog? I didn't hear anything about a frog. No. You look like, back at the shelf and there is no frog. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go take medicine and go to sleep. <laughs> Very well. Ta-ta. She just packs up her bags and he, he walks out of the hallway and is just like kind of lightly talking out loud or thinking out loud. Like, God, that was freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very good. All right. Uh, then if no one else has anything they want to do, then you wind up at the end of school out on the scrimmage yard. Ooh, and this just yeah. looks a heck of a lot like a good old fashioned football field. Oh, Woo! yeah. Bleachers on oh, the side. Boy. They got the lines all painted and they're they're essentially we're going to go ahead and say that they're fun and magical. But for the sake of simplicity, it's basically a football field. Uh, <laughs> uh, visual reference. Yeah. And sorry, just taking little notes. And uh, and you show out there, and you notice there's quite a gathering of students. There's, I mean, maybe all in all, there's a good sixty or seventy students out here on the yard, um, and they're all kind of just gathering. There's a hubbub, and everyone's getting all excited. Uh, do you guys want to do anything? Yeah, Mitch is gonna whip out some black face paint and just coat two, both of his hands in it, and just stick them on his face and rub them off like this. And he's like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay so question so yes. um we are no longer transmutated correct? no no, no this is the next day this yeah, is the next day that's that's a good that's a good question yeah, yeah you're now back to your typical selves i figured we were but i just wanted to make sure because i know i know that the potion only lasted an hour so yeah yep i was wondering hey. even if it was going to last long enough for the dwarf to get into a room and hand a note to missy without being recognized sure so. <laughs> yeah i was hoping if I danny had, said i turned to turn into nathan in the middle of that i had a plan just, yeah. yeah there you go you i had a few minutes shy of the Slytherin incident. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Depending on how long you took, I, I had that up my sleeve. But, oh, yeah. uh, I, know, you're I wasn't res- planning on having a full conversation. You were respectful about it and just move right along. Yeah. Nathan uh, is, I will say... Hey, there, oh, go ahead, Kenny. 
Oh, no, no. Uh, finish your thought. Well, I was going to say, Nathan is inherently a very respectful person. <laughs> like, that is built 100% into his character, so... Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Again, John, you're playing yourself. I'm literally <laughs> playing myself. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so... Oh, Kenny um, was going to say Kenny, something. Kenny wants to um, uh, roll, roll probably, like, a knowledge local or something to see if there's, like a gang or some kind of crew of people who um, would would be who who might be involved in these games mm-hmm. who would be good at uh, maybe like an anti-media um, like some, <laughs> some way to fight the news so instead, you know, instead of like a regular gang like we have on earth called the crypts you just have the cryptoids <laughs> the, the cryptologists yeah yeah um you're just saying just people within the school that would be anti-media <laughs> Yeah, like the like the kind of the underground media who would fight back against the newspaper, like the conspiracy you know, theorists, like, like the news like that's written some... on the back of the bathroom stall. Mm. Yeah, they yeah, have full conversations thing. on there. Have you read any of those? Yeah. They're so weird. <laughs> they are weird. So you would you would know. Well, so first of all, roll a knowledge local, and then I'll tell you. Somehow genitalia right. always makes its way onto those walls too. I don't. know. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just not that. There's so not much that's to talk an eleven. That's an eleven. 11. So you do know you've been in the bathrooms enough to know that that sort of is like the message boards. Like that's kind of where people talk. And you also know too, uh, and you guys know this too. And after two weeks, you know, you've noticed this, but the scry phone thing has kind of been picking up like as, as a, (laughs) as a program that they've been kind of testing out the new technology. It is an odd fusion. Like you hold it in your hands and it doesn't feel like it runs on a battery. It feels like it's too light for that. There is no battery in here, but somehow it's still getting energy. And uh, you have a scry phone and it has a screen and you can operate things on it. And there's basically a, a social media website designed for Bugbear High students that they're all able to chat online now. So there's the school paper. Bugbear Hype. Bugbear hype. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And uh, and as you guys are, you know, like going about your week, you know that a lot of people have been using it more frequently. It's not like, you know, all the rage these days. Most kids still just read the school paper. But more and more, kids are starting to share their opinions openly on this social media platforms accessible through your scry phones. So if you were to try and figure out, you know, like public opinion, you can generally gauge it from your scry phone. Uh, and I'll think of a cute name for a social media that's fantasy themed in the future. <laughs> uh, but for now, so would uh, it be like? Would, would, it, would it be like? Would, would, would like apps or like certain like programs be specifically attributed to the Scryphone? Uh, so yeah, there's kind of like a there's sort of like a mythos equivalent Facebook. There's a mythos mythos equivalent, uh, you know, like Wikipedia that's arguably semi reliable. Um, but the uh, but yeah, that's kind of where where generally where people are getting their information from. Yeah, but I do know for a fact that if you write on the bathroom wall in response to somebody's comment, it is immediately uploaded to the Scry Cloud. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think in this in this uh, schoolyard situation that we're coming up to, Nathan is uh, wearing his Bugbear high tunic that he he uh, Kenny stole back from him Ooh, from nice. Jack McJuke. Nice. So uh, I think this is. Probably only the second time he's actually worn this. Oh, nice. uh, since this is a big school event. And it's a bold choice. Another one. Yep. So. All right. Well, as you guys are kind of walking around, getting the lay of the land, 
uh, up on top of uh, it, it, there's like a uh, someone just like jabs a spear into the ground, and little Dominic Fiasco scrambles his way up to the top of the spear and is just kind of hanging off of the top of it. But he's a good you know four feet above everybody else in the crowd, and just kind of he's got like this little megaphone in his hand. He picks it up and starts yelling out over the crowd, "Welcome everyone to the Shenanigan Games!" <laughs> everyone, woo! Woo! Love how crowd Dominic Fiasco has turned into Bruce Buffer. <laughs> there you go. I imagine I imagine Dominic Fiasco. Like, uh, there's a couple characters where I sort of have in my mind, like, who's playing this character, right? Or you know, what am I associating it with? I always associate Dominic Fiasco with Jack Black. Like, yes. that's, yep. nice. that's who I'm Love thinking it. of when I'm doing oh, Dominic yeah, Fiasco. A little peek behind the curtain there. But he hops on up. He's like, ever since the dawn of Hannigan Shenanigan and her <laughs> famous shenanigans, the infamous red-haired gnome caused more havoc among this school than we've ever seen before. And in her honor, we will do the same today and crown today a new king. There are three challenges in this year's Shenanigan Games. You may compete by yourself, you may compete with allies or enemies, but only one may be crowned the king or queen of Shenanigans. We're calling this year's games Bleachers to Teachers, and you guessed it, the game begins on the bleachers. Look up at the top of the bleachers. Everyone looks over to the side, and the bleachers are tall. There's a good, you know, you know, 40 different rows of bleachers that lead all the way up to the top. And at the very top, all of a sudden, he kind of like shoots uh, a dancing lights up out of his hands and sends them over towards the bleachers. And at the very top center of the bleachers, you could see on a pole, a jock strap is just hanging from oh, this pole at the top of the bleachers. It says the first game, King of the Hill. First one to grab the jock strap is the winner of game one. Begin! Oh, here we and go. And everybody, like, it, here takes, we go. it takes everybody off guard, but there's just this mad dash as the whole crowd just starts elbowing and pushing and climbing and clawing and running towards the bleachers. So it's about a 50-yard run to the bleachers' base, and then you have to climb all the bleachers up to the top. And right now, it's just first one there wins. So here's the deal. As we're going through the Shenanigan games, you heard the rules. I'm going to clarify them one more time. Only one may win. All right. You can help each other out. You can go every man for himself, or you can try and make somebody else win. And what we do know, as Drake Howitzer had pointed out, that whoever wins the games tends to have a lot of sway among their classmates. So knowing that, it's not just about winning the games. It's about who exactly wins the games and making sure that certain other people do not win the games. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shenanigan Game. Let's go. <laughs> so, the so the starting pistol has been metaphorically fired and everyone is running towards the top of these bleachers. So we're going to go in rounds here. So you are part of a mass. You are pressed on all sides. You are right in the smack dab in the middle of all of these people. Some people are making a break for it. Other people are trying to like leap over heads to try and make their way forward. Round one, what are you doing to be the first one at the top of the hill? Well, how many people are here again? There's like 70 people. Are 70 we, people. Are, yep. are we a small going, crowd. Are we going by initiative or no? Well, that's a proper crowd. Uh, so just this is kind of like everyone, in the, you know, in the whole crowd, everyone is, is doing their first action. Okay. So you're not so much acting before or after the person next to you. You're all acting together. Yeah. So just tell me, you know, like what skill you're going to do, how you're going to advance or how you're going to hamper somebody else and then roll on it. And we'll see how that goes for you this round. Okay. So I have an idea. Yep. All right. So if I am, 
Could it? Is it fair to say that I'm like right next to Hambino? Sure. Okay. Then I am going to uh, <laughs> going to activate myself or my uh, class skill of Featherfall. Ooh. And I'm gonna stand next to Hambino and be like, throw me. <laughs> nice! Don't tell the elf. <laughs> I want you to toss me. <laughs> yes. I like it. So then Hambino, technically that would be a strength check for you to see how far you can throw a relatively weightless Mitch Yeager. Hey. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I'll roll naturally and uh, and, and and make the uh, the uh, the adjustment after the adjustment after the fact. So, that being the case... Just roll that dice, bro. Here yep. goes absolutely something. What is that? What is that? That is not good. Wait, what? <laughs> are, you, are you looking at the correct side of the dice? I thought a I saw a natural 20. That's what I thought so, too, but I'm picking it up, and I'm looking at a natural 3. Oh, so mm. dang it. So that's, that's, that's not looking that's a very weird, good. Weird you know, you do, cap? you do have a bottle cap. Do it. This yeah. is the moment. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll, 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 I guess we'll use the bottle cap. Bottle, bottle cap! Let's go! Well. Which, by the way, bottle cap that was earned by one Cody Martin by learning, or by intuiting quickly that Ring of the Lords is going to be important to the story. Uh, he was correct about that, and that was a good catch. So he got a bottle cap for that. Bottle cap is essentially advantage at your disposal at your discretion and, uh, you like. thank you to the glass cannon podcast for coining the phrase bottle cap yes. and uh, we use that because Great we listen to the rule. glass cannon podcast yeah. so right. thank you guys it's a good house rule all right yep so here goes hopefully something better than before what do we have natural natural 11 okay that's not okay. too bad okay. all right um, am I, what modifier would I be adding? Your strength modifier. Strength. Mm -hmm. If you're raging, then that, right, that, that would strength. affect the strength a modifier. A natural what? Uh, natural 11. All right. That would be a 15. 15. Are now, you raging? I would be raging. Because if you add rage, it ups your strength. That's by, true. I believe an additional plus two. Okay. That would be, what did I say, 15? Yeah, yep. then it would be a 17. 17. All right. All right, so this... All right, I'm reading it now. So reading the Pathfinder spell, Featherfall. Yeah. Uh, the affected creature or objects fall slowly. Featherfall instantly changes the rate at which targets fall to a mere 60 feet per round, uh, equivalent to the end of a fall from a few feet. So that's not very far. Would yeah. it make more but sense... But I believe... Well, would it make more sense to fly? But I don't have fly. I only oh, have levitate okay. and featherfall. And if I remember correctly, the way that it is worded specifically for the witch class is that the witch just gets lighter over yes. time. Yeah. It's not necessarily just falling slowly. It's that your weight slowly just goes down. Yep. That's why I was thinking about using it, not necessarily just saying like, oh, now I can float down from the top safely. Yeah, sure. So we're going to say, all right, so how, how, how heavy are you, Chad? How heavy am I? Like, as a... As me or as, as Mitch? As, as, oh, as Mitch. How heavy do you think Mitch is? I mean, I don't really remember how heavy generally I Generally, the weight of a 15-year-old is generally somewhere between, uh, for a male, maybe between 100 pounds and 140 pounds. <laughs> well, that's Let ridiculous because I weigh like 165, so... Uh, hold on, I'm going to ask There's Chad. No way. I'm going to ask Chad GPT. <laughs> what is the weight of an average... Middle school boy. We're not in middle school. We're in high school. Right. High school boy. 
I just thought the answer would be funnier. <laughs> ChatGPT says, the average rate of a high school boy can vary greatly based on factors such as age, height, and overall health. Uh, however, a rough <laughs> estimate for the typical weight of a high school boy might be between 120 and 180 pounds. Okay, I was off by a little bit. Okay, well, I'm going to say he's probably closer to 120 because I did state that he's very skinny. Yes, that, that is true. That is true. Dude. So let's have that with Featherfall. Let's say you're 60 pounds. How far do you think you could throw 60 pounds? If you're just hammer throwing this thing. I mean, we're talking about the big old discus, the barbell weight, the 45 round plate oh, that you put on a, a 20. You have a, a 22 strength in your when you're raging. Yeah. That's the strength of a rhinoceros, Danny. All right. So how far can a rhino throw a 60 pound kid? You're going to have to chat PBT about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh you know, God. it all sounds like, you know, this is good ironclad math until you realize the question is really what we're trying to ask <laughs> yeah. is how far can a rhinoceros <laughs> throw? A, it sounds like physics. It sounds like I'd study this. This in college That's until uh, until you can understand you ask the chat GPT chat GPT <laughs> hmm. <laughs> this might take the AI a few extra minutes it is not possible for a rhinoceros <laughs> to throw a six <laughs> rhinoceros wait wait you gotta hear the rest of it rhinoceros are not capable of intentionally throwing objects as they do not have the physical or cognitive oh ability to do God. so <laughs> what about Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> I don't think he's How? as strong as a rhino <laughs> Can't, how far can a strong man throw a 60-pound <laughs> weight? A 60-pound weight. Oh, my gosh. Let's find out on this one. Based on what? Chat GPT, where are your sources? Yeah, man. Rhinoceros, rhinos are large, powerful animals with sturdy bodies and sharp horns, but their primary means of defense and offense are through charging or using their horn as a weapon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, here you go. Here you go. The distance that a strong man... <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous prompt for ChatGPT, but it still gave me something. Oh, gotta love AI. Oh, AI on role-playing games is gonna be amazing. The <laughs> distance that a strong man can throw a 60-pound weight can vary depending on factors <laughs> such as height, weight, and strength. However, however, a strong man might be able to throw a 60-pound weight anywhere from 20 to 50 feet or more. Yo! Depending on their level wow. of skill and experience and weight throwing. It's uh, worth noting that weight throwing is a specialized sport. There you go. What it's, about if it was Brock Lesnar? All right. How far can Brock Lesnar... I'm not going to look that up. <laughs> He's a monster of a man. All right. So what was, really, so, so what'd you roll? So can we say a rhino is at least twice as strong as the strongest man? <laughs> yeah, I would that say scenario. that that's accurate. That's probably pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. At least. We're talking about 60 pounds. <laughs> the problem being now, you actually have to... Not overshoot the bleachers. There you go. He's just straight over the. <laughs> He's well, like, I'm pretty sure we got at least a back to Drake Howitzer. Yeah. Okay, well, here's yeah, the thing. There you go. you give him a. This is not like a team rocket is blasting off again kind of yeah. throw, is it? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Ping. All right. So what, what <laughs> was your what it. was your score? What was the roll? It was a 17. So you're 17 yeah. of a strength throw. So you. Uh, you grab Mitch. Where do you grab him? I don't want to say this for you. <laughs> this is up to you. <laughs> don't you dare touch my handlebar. <laughs> How do you um, throw him? Oh my word. Yeah, no, I just feel like he would just grab him by uh you just grab him by his hoodie and uh maybe maybe just propel him on like the flat end of his axe and just like whip around. No. I thought you oh. said something else. I thought you were <laughs> <laughs> 
Axe. Axe. A-X-E. Axe. <laughs> Bad and, body uh, spray? And, and, and kind of do like a, uh, you know, kind of what they do with the Olympic uh, weight throw yeah. competition. Mm. Just kind of do a couple of like circulated rounds. Yep. And just toss them, ju- toss them upward toward the... Uh, uh, toward the pole. There you go. I mean, that's a good old toss right there. So you you whip it, and again, you you're all probably about you know 50 yards from the bleachers, but you get up there. You're both moving together. Does he have to roll for that? And you he, he did. He, he did. Yeah. Like an acrobatics. Uh, yeah. Well, oh. so so Mitch, roll me an acrobatics to see if you land on your feet or your face. I'm not gonna look. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm going to go home. <laughs> it's a natural one. Oh, Chad! Perfect! No! Perfect! So up you go. He doesn't take damage because of Featherfall. You don't but take damage. He's not, he's not you upright. You don't take physical damage. Uh, but you are thrown upwards, and then as you, you, you come to the ground, you just you freak out for a second because the ground is approaching so fast. But then right before you hit the ground, you slow down dramatically. And then, <laughs> and then it kind of scares you for a second. And you look back up, and then somebody else just balls you over, and you are just beginning to get trampled under feet no. by a bunch of people. You know what the most infuriating thing about this whole thing is? Is I drop the dice back in my tray out of frustration, and it lands on a natural twenty. Oh my gosh! Yep. that's the way it always works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I uh, asked ChatGPT because it was open to roll me two d8, and it says here are the results of rolling two eight-sided dice d8s. Five and seven. So you take 12 points of damage, getting trampled by your classmates, (laughs) and you are prone on the ground. Uh, But you're actually pretty far up there. So you got trampled by the first 10% of people in this race. But you're up towards the front. You're just underneath everyone's shoes. I'm going to make a new shirt that says, I hate Mississippi. There you go. (laughs) There you go. So, uh, John, what are you doing? What's Nathan doing? All right, Nathan. uh, He wants to look around for Snyder Mayweather. Oh, he's up there. You can see he, in fact... You see, you see, as he's running, he saw Mitch Yeager go overhead and then land, and he made sure he got one good stomp. That's seven. That was Snyder Mayweather's mm, uh, hard-soled shoe. So how far ahead of, of, of me is he? So he's at about, uh, he's in the top 10% right now. Of, of the 10% towards the front of the pack, he's in there somewhere, and you're right about the middle of it. All right, so... So there's roughly uh, a good 20 students between him and you. All right. Nathan is going to move forward 30 feet because that's his movement speed. Great. And then he's going to plant his foot hard on the ground. On Mitch Yeager. Nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take, another, Mitch. take another D8 of damage. Don't turn this into a Hank Williams <laughs> yeah. dog thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my god. And uh, he plants his foot hard and channels magic into the ground. Ooh. Looking directly at Snyder. Oh, I'm gonna roll a little bit of a spell attack roll, Danny. Okay, okay. Here we go. Oh shoot. Twenty-one against Snyder's CMD. Oh gosh. All right. Twenty-one against a CMD. Okay. Let me. I am casting a spell called Thunderstomp. Thunderstomp. What I do is I channel magic into the ground and the earth trembles underneath a specific person that I target and uh, I want to see him fall over I want to see him trip so I am effectively doing a trip attempt against his CMD Okay, his CMD. CMD being combat maneuver defense in Pathfinder terms that's what it is for the layman 
Whatever that term means. <laughs> the lame man. Yep. The lame man has no combat maneuver defense. Yep. So I'm going to say that that's successful. I awesome. All right. Yep. So you, you knock him down. You knock a couple other people down. Awesome. <laughs> As this kind of this stomp just kind of sends a shockwave between you and him. Uh, you're going to knock over uh, 12 other students. <laughs> That was a really him. effective fucking stuff. Like, and like a bunch of people just kind of like shake and a couple people push off each other and keep running. But Snyder manages to, as he presses off of Mitch's head, gets a few extra bumps. Um, and actually, Mitch, roll me a luck roll. Just a flat D20. Oh, God. oh this is going to be good. Come on, buddy. Come on, Chad. Bro. Nope. <laughs> Bro. It wasn't, it wasn't good. There's a four. Ah. <laughs> so the results of Thunderstomp is just you're not prone? Yes. Okay. Well, I was already prone anyway. So yep. And you stay that way. Um, there you, go. you just do a nice little body roll as the ground does a wave underneath you. Uh, you just lean into it. And so you're that. you're effectively in the same position as Snyder. Here you go. I yeah. was gonna that say, doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> I was, I was going to say with some good luck, it would have turned into an unintentional kip-up. But uh, nope, not lucky today. Kenny, what are you doing? Uh, Kenny wants to roll a perception check to see uh, what other damage that that stomp may have done to the bleachers. Mm. Um, he's he's pretty familiar with the underside of the bleachers, and he wants to uh, basically <laughs> dismantle Not the, the bleachers if he can. Yep, sure. Um, so. <laughs> and and just just yeah, he wants to sabotage as many of these these people as possible. And, and maybe buy a window for yeah. one of his teammates. Sure. All right. I'm going to look. Uh, we're going to roll luck roll. Oh, that's a lucky roll, Nathan Miller. So your Thunder Stomp also carries past Snyder Mayweather and does make it to the bleachers. Yes. And you see, you know, there's probably, like I said, there's like 40 rows of bleachers. The first five rows all just kind of lurch a little bit and you hear metal creaking and a bunch of screws like, ping, 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 like fly out yes. from underneath it. Uh, and Kenny, you knowing what's underneath the bleachers, you realize, okay, if a lot of those screws fell out in those cross supports, a good whack to a couple of those things would just take down the first five rows. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, that's what Kenny wants to do. Um, can can he move over there to you probably can't get, take a whack? You probably can't get all, like, for a double move, you could basically make it to the bleachers. Okay, so he'll double move and wait till his next turn. Good. So then while everyone else is starting to like leap their way up on top of the bleachers, Kenny just does a sick slide and is trying to go underneath them. Um, is that accurate to say, Kenny? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Underneath makes sense for Kenny. Yep. Very good. All right, round two. What are we doing, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> you had a great start. That was yeah. a great start. <laughs> a great start. <laughs> Until <laughs> like everything yep. just went to hell. Yeah, until yep. you trusted Hambino to do the dirty work for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bro, <laughs> use what you got. You you do have a head start. You just got to get up and get out. Yep. All right. Well, I have this for one minute per day, so I'm going to use part of it. Okay. So oh. I am going to levitate and move Ooh. 30 feet closer. Oh, hey. look at that. Nice. And, uh... If I need to double move, I will double move. Okay, you can double move. Then I do that. All and right. I give Snyder the finger on my way up. Even better. <laughs> hey, is he, while he's levitating, are you like still prone but just floating? Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like a magic carpet <laughs> just, just like... riding up the side of the bleachers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, so you... <laughs> Kenny, hop on, surf. 
Yeah, there you go. So you are moving. So basically, you, you <laughs> so levitate allows you to move yourself or another creature or an object up and down as you wish. Uh, Wait, can I move the jock strap towards me? Uh, you could do that, but you're also moving it towards everybody else. Damn it. Okay, never mind. That's true. <laughs> if you if you moved it straight up, you'd make it harder to reach for some other people, but you still have to get there yourself. Good call. That's an interesting thought, though. How much time, roughly, do I have left before somebody gets to it? I mean, I think to get to the top of this will probably take about five, four or five rounds. Okay, I got a little play. bit of time. Yeah. So right now, you levitate yourself, so you're kind of, you know, from the ground. You don't really have to stand up. You can just kind of start floating yourself up out of the crowd. Yeah. And the nice thing is you don't have to, you don't have to bump <laughs> elbows with anyone because you're actually floating over everybody. Yeah. And as you look to your right, too, you see there's there's a Flacco who's flapping his wings right next to you. <laughs> and he's also going up there, too, and he starts pecking at the side of your head. Uh, and he's going to roll a uh, an attack roll on you. What? He's going to roll. Flacco. Okay, if we're going to be getting like physical now, this changes my entire approach. All right, so he's just going to peck at you a little bit, and he's only going to do roll. Huh? I was going to say, give me a, a roll first. Sure. Well, he rolls a 22. <sighs> Stupid bird. Yep. <laughs> and he does eight points of beak damage. God, why? And just pecking at you. <laughs> you and your kind of insulted me on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I will not allow you to win this race. You son of a bitch, Falco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Einstein, I'm on your Peck. side. <laughs> Show me your moves. Oh, wait, no, that's Captain Falcon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I no, guess no, I shouldn't it's be thankful. Still, still a bird. Yeah. Come on, Fox. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, so there you go. And then uh, next up, who else is going? All right. Well, uh, Hambino is going to look and see how close Magnifico is. Ah, Magnifico is bringing up the rear. Uh, so right now, too, you 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 spent most of your you, you know half of your action throwing Mitch the first time around. So you're sort of you know a little bit near the middle of the crowd still. You're maybe at the yeah. fifty or sixty percent mark. Okay. And well, Magnifico is just behind you. Okay. Well, if that's the case, he's going to get right up to Magnifico, and uh, and and try tossing him forward and okay. getting him closer. Great. So we'll see how we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do another strength check. Okay. And see if uh, I can get him uh, any further. Still rage and get that plus yeah. six bra. So here we I go. Like it. Oh, please give me something good. Oh, all right. I have a plus seven. Plus six. Plus six. That is a 21. 21 is pretty good. And Magnifico being a dwarf is a little little shorter than your average average humanoid. Uh, so he, he shows up. Amino! Uh, what do you say to him? He's just, he's just like, hang on tight, buddy. We're going to get you to that pole. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> And uh, so then you just grab him by the back of the shirt and pants and just toss him. And he, as soon as he's in the air, he just takes on like Superman pose. <laughs> like, one hand on the hip, other fist straight up. Uh, and he's like, human dream! <laughs> <laughs> and he's true. He finally gets to be part of one. It's nice. Uh, roll his like, acrobatics. So see if he flying. lands. I rolled his acrobatics. Acrobatics is actually something he's not terrible at. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, he sticks the landing. Yes. Like, yes. As he, you know, he like puts out a hand, yeah. you know, lands, lands on one foot and then tucks and rolls immediately and then kind of like plants a fist and he's already in a sprint pose and just darts off yet again. Uh, and he's going to roll another d20 just to see um, how much farther he runs. 
Awesome. You got him to probably the top 30% right now. So nice. Wow. Quite a big leap. Hanbino's still back there at about the 60% mark. Well, can I still make a move action and yeah. and, and move my uh, 30 feet toward yep. the pole as well sure. so that I can still stay you know, relatively close yeah. to him? You're so. still moving. So yeah. he's, he's ahead of you now. But yeah, he's at about 30. He's about you know the top 30%. You're about you know, 50, 60%. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Nathan. All right, Nathan is still pretty far in the back. He has not moved much, but he did a, he did what he came here to do. He did, yeah. But he has an idea. Okay. And the flag is levitating in the air right now, right? The flag? Isn't the jockstrap? Yeah, the, that's what Oh, no, Mitch, yeah. Mitch opted not to move the jockstrap right, just right. yet. All of a sudden, at the jockstrap, you guys see some fingers grab the top from behind, the top of the bleachers from behind, and stand up, grab the flag and hold, or grab the jock strap and hold it up in the air, and it's Missy Mattel. What the frick? <laughs> what the frick? What is yep. this? What is this sorcery? Nathan, Nathan casts Silent Image. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and Missy grabs the flat or grabs oh! the jockstrap and holds it oh! in the air. At least the image of Missy. The does. image standing in front of the actual jockstrap untouched because it's not physical. It's an yeah, illusion. Yeah. Mm. So there's an illusion. And so he's oh, just he's concentrating on it. So as long as no one interacts with it, yeah. it they won't have to roll a will save. It yeah. just looks exactly like Missy. Yep. She's holding the jockstrap in the air. But wow. behind the behind the illusion, yeah. yep, is is the actual jockstrap untouched? All right, let's see. Uh, let's see how convincing that is. So a lot of people um, are seeing this again. Like seventy people are seeing this happen. Let me see this. Ooh, okay, the crowd rolled pretty well. Uh, but the so what I'm going to say is that there's there's a good. Uh, a good like twenty percent of people all through randomly throughout the crowd that look up in this thing and be like, "Oh, how'd she get it already?" And they slow down and kind of like you know never never stop before the whistle blows. That's that lesson right there. But they start slowing down and be like, "Ah, oh, come on!" And then everyone else is looking at it and it looks clearly fake. But to about twenty percent of the kids, it awesome. looks perfectly real. That's all um, I needed. I just need to give my buddies a boost. All right, so you, <laughs> so you dropped you dropped a good twenty percent of people out of the race. So uh, not bad, not a bad move. Perfect. Back row there. Awesome. Uh, Kenny, what are you doing? You're under the bleachers. Okay. Yeah. So he he made it under the bleachers. How how close? To the bleachers is Magnifico. Magnifico uh, stuck the landing. He's probably uh, just about to hop up there. Okay, so Kenny wants to time this right because he doesn't want to. He, he's. I think he sees Magnifico <laughs> and doesn't want to like knock him back. Yeah. So I think he wants. I don't know if I can do like a prepared action yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I want to. I want to wait until Magnifico can get past like the yes. third, fourth, maybe fifth bleacher, and then like as much as I can, only get like the the first few rows of bleachers. Yep. Um, Perfect. Sabotage. Nice. So you're just um, you're just readying an action, wrenching the yeah. sword the short sword between two beams, and you know it's gonna pop as soon as you put some pressure on that. And you're just waiting yep. for Magnifico to cross that first set of bleachers. 
I love it. Um, all right, well, let me roll for Magnifico, because he's just going to be full-on sprinting and double-moving. Dwarves, by the way, have a little bit slower movement speed than most. Yes, they do. But, uh, <laughs> he's going to uh, he's gonna go for it, though. Let's see what happens. Wait up for me. I got short legs. <laughs> I got little legs. Other people are pushing out. Na- he rolls a natty 19. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, so he's, he's crushing it as, <laughs> as he's running. He's leaping and bounding. When, when he runs, because he's got the short legs, his his run animation is a little bit like like original Mario. Yes. He's at the very high knees <laughs> as he's running. <laughs> elbows at 90 degrees just going front and back and uh, he looks and sees between the bleachers and he spots you and he just gives a wink and he goes hail the kitty and just jumps <laughs> you know like he's, so he like jumps off the first set of bleachers gets a good leg up and goes now Kenny now and, uh, and Kenny pops it immediately oh the whole set of the first five rows of bleachers just start shaking and rattling and as the all of the students behind you begin putting their weight on it the bleachers just start to crumble and shatter and like uh, they Yes. So all of a sudden, <laughs> about only the top 30% of people right now have made it to the bleachers. Everybody else now has a like a, a six-foot-high wall they have to like vault nice. themselves up onto to continue moving up the stairs. Yeah. But right now, at the front of the pack here, right now Mitch is levitating, so that doesn't bother him one bit. Magnifico is up <laughs> on the rafters, and Kenny is underneath them. But right now, Hambino and Nathan have not yet made it to the bleachers, so they are now uh, behind the bleachers there. And we're in round three, everybody. You do notice as this is happening, as Mitch is sort of the eyes in the sky right hey, now. Does by the way, does Kenny still have a movement, or was that his full action just to pop the thing? So let's call it your standard. So you still have a move action. Okay, Kenny does have a climb speed. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> so perfect. So he's gonna he's gonna climb up and get as far as he can uh, with what's re- what his remaining action. Well, here's the question: Are you climbing straight up to get on top of the bleachers, or are you running straight out and then are you gonna climb your way up under the jockstrap, or are you going diagonally? Well, if there's an option, like whatever my shortest path is to the jockstrap. So if there's an option that I can just climb <laughs> from under the bleachers, yeah, like you know, like Nightcrawler or something. Yeah, like, sure. Well, know, I mean, under the bleachers to get to the jockstrap. You'll have, He's gonna do that. Yeah. Well, you'll have less interference underneath the bleachers, so I would imagine. And he has a, he has a climb speed, so this yeah. is like easy for him. Yeah. So then you're just gonna dart. So is it gonna be diagonally up under the bleachers, just kind of running on yeah. the inverse, or are you gonna run straight yeah. out and then climb straight up? No, he's gonna he's gonna run on the inverse to climb. Amazing. Up <laughs> yes. So Kenny's just in the upside down, running up in the same direction, but under the bleachers with your climb speed. That's ridiculous. What is your climb <laughs> speed? Uh, hang on, I'm looking. It's forward, 20 feet. I, I, All right, that's yeah. still pretty good. Yeah. But you're now basically yeah, it's 20 feet. You're doing. You're going. You're double moving under unhindered, climbing underneath the bleachers. That's, that's great. so good. Perfect for Kenny. All right, we're into yep. round four. Is that where we're on now? Mm-hmm. Uh, three. It's round three. three. All right, round, round three. three. Back to Mitch. All right, so. Since this stupid bird has now just made him hurt pretty bad, he's going <laughs> to just be yeah, Flacco. Yep. So he is like he's gonna take one look at him. He'd be like, "You picked the wrong day <laughs> to mess with an agent of chaos, buddy." Oh. And he uh, as like he's kind of flying right next to him. You're going to see this like rune-covered metal gauntlet oh. just kind of materialize on Mitch's arm. He's gonna reach out and try to make a touch attack and grab one of his wings. Oh snap! <laughs> All right, roll your attack. Can I do anything above a 10? <laughs> Maybe don't roll that dice ever again, Chad. Not, <laughs> not today. Oh. 
Flock it's em. so frustrating. <laughs> oh my god. It's so fr every time I have an opportunity to do something cool, my luck is just like nope. You thought you were gonna be unique. <laughs> hey, that's the game, baby. And unfortunately for you, there's a rabbit, uh, a rabbit-looking companion of Flacco's underneath him that shouts up as you you don this gauntlet and says, "Do a barrel roll!" And Flacco <laughs> does a barrel roll and avoids your touch attack. Oh my gosh! It's so if only there. <laughs> Meanwhile, deflecting incoming darts All and arrows. Right. And I'm just going to float further up and be useless some more. Hey, hey dude, you're, you're <laughs> hey, floating. Man, at least you're making progress. You're making progress. So yep. Snyder's still making progress, cruising and bounding. Gambino, uh, hey, Nathan, what are you leave doing? Leave the dice alone after you I'm roll not bad. touching them. <laughs> leave the dice alone. For those listening, please send Chad new better dice, please. <laughs> Go. His current dice are broken. Actually, does somebody want to make a blood pact with whoever is upstairs and just try to make a bargain for me to not suck at everything? You could. But then you'd be terrible at something else. Yeah. Mm. That's always a devil's bargain right well, there. Well, apparently I've already made one then because I'm obviously very terrible at this. There you go. <laughs> Can't wait to figure uh, out what you're good at. Yeah, right. You and me both. All right. Hambino, Nathan, what are you thinking? Well, Kenny. I mean, I, I mean, Hambino at this point is uh, really like he has nobody else to toss. Yep. You know, so, <laughs> a lot of people to toss. Um, I mean, I, I think the best thing that he could do right now is pinpoint where Snyder is. So should I roll a perception check to figure out where Snyder is in the crowd? Yep. All right. Well, we'll do that first. And that would be um, an 18. 18. Yeah, you spot him. So he's he's definitely towards the front of the pack right now. Okay. So I would say he's he's probably one of the top five running at this thing right now. Okay. Mitch is overhead, but just behind. Kenny is is just behind and underneath the bleachers, but Snyder is just ahead of them both. So how far away would you say that he Even is? Even though I tripped Snyder, he's still up. Uh, so okay. So yeah, you're probably right. So he probably just made it onto the bleachers. Okay. Um, still running up onto there uh, before they broke. He probably made it just around the same time as Magnifico. Um, yeah, so he's heading back up there. So you're probably neck and neck then at that point. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's How up. far away would you say he is from Hambino? From Hambino, I'd say he's probably a good 40 or 50 feet. Okay. Hambino is ways. going to throw his great axe. Oh, really? At, <laughs> at Snyder to okay. try and pin him to the, to the bleacher. Okay. Because he knows that it's not going to kill him, but it will at least slow him down. Well, it might it, kill it him. It really just might. Roll me an attack roll. Oh, my gosh. If you crit on Snyder and murder him. No. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's, definitely not a, uh, that's definitely not the case. If I'm correct, I mean, he has a pretty good attack, but I don't think that it's... That should be a plus eight to that, I think. Actually, it's a plus ten if oh, I'm Oh, nice. Nice. So, I mean... I mean, it's it's not that good. Um, it's a 15. 15 is not going to cut it on this one. So it just goes, you just see this great axe. just goes flying. And then it like Flacco again, like barely makes his way out of the way as this come flying overhead. And then standing right up near Snyder is One-Eyed Steve. <laughs> So one eyed Steve <laughs> looks back with wide eyes. I forgot about him. With he looks back with two eyes wide open as this great axe comes flying out of the sky. <laughs> and it smacks him right in the forehead. He buckles and kind of collapses onto the bleachers. 
somebody nearby is running and they just see this happen uh, and they stop and they go, oh my goodness, run back down and heal him and they pry this thing out of the top of his cranium and he, he picks his head up and he kind of like, you know, he's rubbing his face <laughs> and he lifts his hand and removes it from his face and there's a cleave that's healing right over his brow, uh, but still got two eyes. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and the race continues, Nathan. Uh, Nathan, uh, he's still running, and like he he knows he really can't do a whole lot else right now. And then he has another idea. His last. Can I also buff. move action really quick? Sorry. Yeah. I'm, yeah, gonna, mo- I'm gonna move another feet. And yep. do I uh, at this point do I have to clear the bleachers? Yeah, you're basically up to the, where the bleachers have collapsed. Okay. So what what's my DC? You'd have to vault up there. So that'd be either a climb check. Or if you did an acrobatics to try and, you know, somehow gymnastics your way up the side of the ruined bleachers. All right, an acrobatics or climb check. Yep. All right. We're going to go with climb. All right. Nice. That is not too bad. That is... uh that is a 21. Uh, okay, 21, not bad. So you managed to shuffle your way on up there. Big as you are, you find a way to just muscle on up, grabbing pieces of iron and clawing your way up just to the base of the bleachers. Nathan. Okay. All right, Nathan. Uh, yeah, he has one more idea. And uh, he pulls a potion out of oh. his bag as he's running. Yep. One last debuff he can do. And he chucks it at the, the front of the crowd, doing his best to miss Magnifico. Yep. Miss, uh, and um, he chucks a bottle of feather foam into the crowd. Oh, feather foam! <laughs> yeah! Very good! And uh, this foam will explode and spread into the crowd and start to hostile levitate all of them <laughs> off the ground. Involuntarily make people weightless. So yeah. I'm going to roll to make sure I hit and miss Magnifico. Yep. Um, and anyone else that I want to miss. Yeah, so there we go. go. Oh, yeah, 90-15. Nice. Yeah, so you crush it. So just behind Magnifico, he's just having like, and just barely makes it past it. But everybody basically behind Magnifico just starts floating. They're trying to run, (laughs) but their feet no longer touch the ground. Yes! And it just looks like balloons where the kid let go of the string. (laughs) As people all just start kind of floating their way on up. Uh, and Magnifico himself is going to do yet another double move. Just keep on slow and steady right up there. Snyder just ahead of him. Mitch just overhead of him. And Kenny just underneath them all. Kenny, is there anything else you're doing this <laughs> round? Uh, no, he's just going to double move. Um, continue to get as far as he can. Okay. So we are now at this point. Unless, unless there's, is there an opportunity for Kenny to like grab uh, Mayweather's foot or something and trip him again? Ooh, good question. Uh, roll a... Uh, Did he get hostile levitated? Did he get feather foam? No, he was ahead of Magnifico. Oh, okay, I get it. But the, uh, but yeah, you can go for... Um, yeah, you can go for it if you'd like. Okay, um, so yeah, he's gonna do that. He's just gonna grab his foot and just hold on for dear life. So roll a CM, CMB, right? Yep. CMB attempt. CMD. Alright, do I have any pluses to that or what's what's my well so it'd be attack roll plus your cmb yeah is what it would be it's basically attack an roll. attack roll just roll your attack roll um all right let's see so that that would be a 12 a 12 is not gonna cut it you know he sees it going there and just kicks at your hand and be like not today and keeps running on up there 
And uh, he's not even surprised. He's no, he <laughs> he know. I mean, it's, it's chaos up here. He's looking for someone to try and do something. Uh, while this is happening as well, uh, you all hear a very loud noise all of a sudden. And Kenny sees this best from under the bleachers. But you look off to the side and you see Sledge, uh, who is near the base of the bleachers. He's not able to get himself up and over the collapsed bleachers. And in a rage, he just gets his hands underneath <laughs> all of the bleachers oh, no. and just lifts. And it's not like he's not flipping the whole bleachers over, but he gets them off the ground and just drops them. He gets them about four, four or five feet off the ground and drops them, which sends this shockwave all the way throughout the bleachers, including where Kenny is climbing. So, Kenny, I'm going to need you to roll a, a reflex save as well as everyone standing on the bleachers, which Kenny, you're under them, Mitch, you're over them, and Magnifico is going to have to roll this as well. Oh, that's so good. Is that, is that plus my dexterity modifier? Yes. Well, it's a, a dex saving oh, throw for Pathfinder First Edition. You should have it on your sheet. It's a reflex save, Kenny. Reflex. Should be. All right, give me one yep. second. Oh, I see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, 24. 24? No right. problem. <laughs> you don't, you don't bat an eye. You use the momentum to just give you another leg up and you keep going. So you're directly under Snyder right now, still hanging on tight. Uh, Snyder is going to roll a d20 and he... Hambino also got up onto the bleachers as well. Uh, he did, yeah. So he's up on the bleachers. Oh, so I needed a d20, a reflex save from Hambino as well. A so, reflex? The reflex. Yes. So Snyder rolls a nine, and that's not going to cut it. So Snyder gets tripped up by Sledge's maneuver. Nice. Uh, and kind of takes a knee for a second and kind of scrambles himself back up. But in that time, Magnifico keeps his footing and managed to get just past him. Uh, so, and then Mitch is also slow and steady floating up the side. Mitch, are you doing anything other than continuing to levitate? Well, is it my turn again? Uh, it's not yet, but it almost is. So this is from the last turn. So you're, no, no, this was the barrel roll turn. So yeah, it's beginning of the next round is what it is. Uh, but Hambino. I, I know Mitch, I know that Mitch has been rolling poorly, but I just imagine that he's doing this in such style. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the classiest shenanigan I think Ugh. that has ever been seen. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, if the point of shenanigans, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Hambino, what was your reflex save? A 14. Oh, that'll do it, actually. Nice. Nice. This one. Right. So you keep your footing. You're used to things feeling a little bit jiggly. Uh, <laughs> so so <laughs> you, uh, you're standing. Snyder takes a knee. Magnifico gets just past him. And now, basically, Kenny, Mitch, uh, Magnifico, and Snyder, in this round, have a chance to gain the jockstrap, to go for it, Ooh. reach out and grab it. So you're all going to tell me what you want to do at the same time. You said Snyder tripped, though. He's he's over. He fell over right now. Yeah, he took a knee that allowed Magnifico to catch up, and okay. he was just ahead of kind of everybody else. Got it. Um, so Kenny also, under the bleachers, has to flip up on top of them as well. But right now, I'm going to go ahead and say Kenny, Snyder, Magnifico, and Mitch all have a chance at the jockstrap. So I want you all to tell me what you want to do and roll for it. And then we'll see how it all stacks up in the end. Okay. Well, here's my question. Is it like within one movement I could get there? Or if I double moved, would I be able to get there right away? So if you double moved, you could reach it. But then you're going to have to uh, contend with 
whatever else happens. Like if everyone reaches it at the same time, then it's going to become a roll off to see who actually ends up with it. Unless you want to try and hamper somebody or decide it's a team. If you want to ensure somebody's victory, then now's the time to do it. Okay. Oh, I, I think for sure we can't let Snyder. No, we cannot. So, I mean, if there's anything that we can do to stop him, I, I'm down to do that. Um, as, as long as Magnifico and Mitch still still have the opportunity to grab it. You know, it's like we're having Snyder's opportunity and we're doubling theirs. So I'm yep. I'm down to like try and trip up Snyder again. Oh, I, I'm going to throw something at him for sure. <laughs> okay. So then are we bank? If the two are, of you are hindering, does that mean we're banking on Magnifico to grab this thing? I mean, I want to grab it if I can. You can, but, but then you just have to hope that no one else interferes with you. If no one else interferes with you, you just grab it. I'm going to move just based off of how I've been rolling. So You're just going to go for it? I'm just going to go for All it. All right. Mitch is going for the jockstrap. All right. <laughs> Hambino, Nathan, are you guys doing Sounds anything? Sounds so weird out of Hambino context. Hambino is going yeah. to take his potion of feather foam oh toss it toward hey do we have any bottle caps left over by the way i no, have God. one and we should save it for later times you have two other challenges remember so um so uh he's going to uh toss the feather foam uh towards snyder and hope that it uh takes area of effect yep. and, and 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 makes its uh its influence upon his movement <laughs> okay let's hope so, so. How very alchemist of you to throw a potion bomb. Yes. Yep. Yep. So what do I have to roll It's here? just a ra the w same way you'd roll uh, your bombs. So basically your dexterity plus your base attack bonus. Okay. Dexterity plus base attack. You're bad. That's a solid roll. Ooh. That's a 20. Oh! Yeah, that'll Whoa. get him. As it hits, and it's like uh, <laughs> it's like if you leave the lid off of your dishwasher, like this soapy bubbles just begin pouring out in all directions, um, and and that does indeed manage to get on top of Snyder Mayweather. Uh, so that changes Snyder's plan a little bit. Uh, Nathan, anything else you doing? Uh, nope. Nathan's just gonna he sees this final moment and he just kind of slows down and uh, looks around, looks to see who's nearby him. <laughs> just takes it in. All right, so yeah, as far as everyone's around you, if Snyder's if Snyder's floating, Kenny's gonna try and grab the jock strap. Okay, so you're gonna move towards it as well. Yep. Well, so Kenny, roll me a reflex save to see if you also get hit by this stuff, because I imagine some well, he's underneath. Would, but I imagine some of it would come through the bleachers. They're not sealed off, you know. They're all True. open. So if it hit, yeah. if it's soapy bubbles flying all directions, some of that may have gotten to Kenny. Yeah, the nice thing, though, is that it would just create more friction for me against the bottom of the bleachers, so I can just run faster. That's, That's very good Probably point. true. You're lighter. Yeah, you just yeah. be, yeah. But um, I think, let's see. That would be a reflex. That's a 10. A 10. Yeah, well, I would say you get some bubble foam on you there. So with feather foam, you uh, you feel lighter, but you're, you're a monkey boy right now, so you're just kicking yourself <laughs> between thing to thing. Wait, is he still a monkey boy? No, he's not, but he no. has a climb. No, I'm not a monkey oh, yeah. boy, but I'm acting like a monkey boy. You climb boy like sure. a monkey boy. That's true. Yeah. So uh, so Snyder, kind of feeling the weight of all this, uh, too, he's going to roll a reflex save. Um, and he is going to... Oh, he rolls well. So he manages to grab onto the bleachers, and he's just kind of trying to propel himself forward. So no. him being more or less weightless, he's just going to throw his whole body weight 
grabbing the bleachers, throwing himself up, and just aiming himself like a torpedo straight at the at the jockstrap. And he rolls quite well. No. Plus his dex modifier, he rolls a 22 to just propel himself forward. So right now, he's going to essentially be tied with Jaeger to be able to get a hold of that thing. And I would say Kenny's probably right up in there, too. And so is Magnifico. So Magnifico is going to roll one more time. Can I just, like, drift in front of him and fart? <laughs> from you can. Snyder. Yep. There's only one way through this. You're going to have to gaseous go. Gaseous Snyder. Got to go through my gaseous cloud. Uh, so Magnifico, unfortunately, gets hit by the feather foam and cannot quite grip himself. He kicks himself a little bit and starts floating that general direction. But it doesn't look like he's going to be able to get a hold in the jockstrap. So right now, it's between Mitch, Kenny, and Snyder. So now, everybody, I need you to roll me a D D20 plus your dex. Unless you have something else you would like to do. Otherwise, it's going to be who can snatch it first. It, D20 I mean, plus what, dex. What kind of an action am I capable of here? I mean, if you have a spell or an ability that may, you know, allow you to interfere, or if, you know, if Kenny wants to go for the interference uh, and Mitch wants to go for the flag, you know, it's all up to you guys. What are you thinking, Kenny? Yeah, I mean, it's between uh, trying to inhibit Snyder or grab the thing. So, Well, if you want to um, stab him in the wing-a-ding, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> stab him in the wing-a-ding. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't mind if like if if I kind of jump through through like the crack or whatever through like the the seat of the bleachers to try and like boost myself off and torpedo into Snyder and like both of us go off course. So that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, if you're because both like by feather foam and you you're both, both weightless. Yeah, all you gotta do is torpedo him, and then and both of like, you are just gonna be drifting off into space. <laughs> honestly, this guy's punched me like two or three times now. <laughs> yep. I just really need a win. Just <laughs> <laughs> do it. Mitch right, is very Mitch is very it. personally motivated to yes. get this thing right this now. Is a pivotal Ken, moment. Kenny's gonna oh. anti-torpedo. Snyder Mayweather. All right, dude. This is gonna be this is gonna be an attack attack roll essentially plus Dex modifier or acrobatics if that's how you want to play it. Um, let's see. But you're just gonna. Be I can do it. Let's do acrobatics. Go for it. You're launching right. yourself at Snyder Mayweather. The hu the orc. I'd say human torpedo, but you're not quite human. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-one. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> so. I uh, described to me how this plays out. Oh my, this wait, is the weirdest ending. Because I will say, Snyder rolled very well uh, to torpedo himself and grab this thing, and he very much was going to grab it. He rolled excellent. He rolled like a 22 to propel himself and grab this thing. So he's exactly on course. His hand reaches out and extends, and you can see his fingertips have almost got it. He's ready to grab it. And right as Mitch is just behind him, reaching out at the same time, all happening in slow motion. But then Kenny does what? So, <laughs> so yeah, slow motion. Imagine a ping pong. No, not a ping pong table. Um, a, like a foosball table. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of foosballs like off of one bench yep. to the other bench. Yep. Crouches. Yep. And Superman style yeah. propels himself straight towards Snyder. Yeah. As they collide in slow motion in the air. Yeah. Kenny says. Human tricks. 
yeah. and Magnifico from from the bleachers on a knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snyder's face goes from a determined confidence to this look of horror as he just gets just gets a little green fist in the ribs, knocking him off. Yeah. He scrambles and tries to grab it, but he just can't Maybe. do it. And Mitch, then he kind of throws a purple nurple in there as well. Oh, he does. Well, he does. Oh, he got him. Ah! Wow. <laughs> so as they're both floating off Mitch as you reach the top of this thing you're floating up at the top next to the jockstrap and as you pause just before you grab it and you see Snyder floating away you look behind you too and everyone else knows you've got it mm. and you have a moment right now where you're standing at the top of the bleachers next to the jockstrap and it is yours what do you do in this moment Oh, man, I don't even know. I mean, he just... <laughs> you know what? I'd like I know to thank exactly the Academy. What? what? Go ahead. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> 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 no, he's going to take it and just like... Like wait, he's gonna take it and wave it like a handkerchief from like a woman in the 1940s saying goodbye <laughs> to her lost loved one going off to fight in World War II. But he's just <laughs> waving it in Snyder's general direction, like ha, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's going to take it and just like I don't even know what it's called, but it's like when people take a towel and they throw it between their legs and they just start rubbing it back like that. <laughs> he's gonna rub it into everybody's face as much as possible. Oh, and then he's gosh. gonna take it and hold it up above his head and go, human tricks! <laughs> yes! And everyone starts applauding. There's a lot of kind of sour faces, but there's a general, you know, theme of good sportsmanship happening around everyone else. Uh, and Dominic's fiasco comes over the loudspeaker one more time, pops up his megaphone. Looks like the winner is Mitch Yeager! <laughs> Woo! Round one goes to the human. Yeah. Now let's head inside for round two. We're just getting started. Oh. We'll see you next week, everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, that was so good. Come on. Nice. Oh, I, that was very, very good. Thank you for listening to Bugbear High. The show is brought to you by our game master, Danny Hockstatter, John Barlow as Nathan Miller, Cody Martin as Frederick Hambino, Chab Martin as Mitch Yeager, Morgan Green as Missy Mattel, and Kenny Haas as Kenny the Undecided. Our theme song is As Long As We're Together by Kenny Haas. Our editor is Cody Martin. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and then share us with your friends. You can support the show on Patreon to gain access to exclusive content and help us continue to make stuff like this. You can also connect with us on Instagram using our handle at bugbearhigh. Our episodes release every other Monday, so we'll see you in two weeks. Until next time, you're not my mom. <laughs> <laughs>